Welcome to episode eight. Yes. Sora and Pear, why not together? Welcome and happy Mother's Day to uh, all the mothers out there of any kind. Even the Mr. Moms. Mr. Moms, uh, moms of fur babies and children. Mother Mother Earth. Mother Mother Earth. Earth. Yes. And one of our favorite, Mother Mary. Mother Mary. Yes. But we are, we're really excited to have this, uh, do this episode today that we're going to be talking about keeping things fresh. We'll get into that a little later. But one thing that we accomplished this week, I think we're both excited about, is we really wanted to come up with a, a vision of what this whole journey is about with our YouTube and podcast. Yes. Yes. Our vision statement and right. mission statement. Exactly. So we're going to share our vision statement with you today and it's something that I think we'll do at the beginning of every episode. You know, what is the purpose of Soren Pair? Why did this whole thing get started a couple months ago? And our vision statement is this. Soren Pair. Soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. Yes. Has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? I love it. I do. So it just kind of succinctly very says good. Says it all. <laughs> succinctly. That's that's a tough word to say, but it is. you did it succinctly. in a succinctly. You did it in a succinct way. Thank you. <laughs> so successfully succinctful. Ooh. Ooh, that's a lot of alliteration. <laughs> but we are excited. We're excited again as we explore new adventures to inspire you to do the same. Yes. And really that's absolutely. what that's really what this is all about. That's exactly what this is about is uh taking you on the journey with us and inspiring you to do your own, right? Right, because that's really what we're kind of starting on. And, and uh, it's exciting. It's a little nerve-wracking, but, you know, why do anything exciting if there's not nerves involved? Exactly. You know? Yep. So nothing boring happening here <laughs> no. in, in this house lately anyway no, right there isn't <laughs> nobody could accuse us of constant <laughs> boredom <laughs> but um let's talk a little bit about this this last week okay so you know obviously mother's t- you had you know we had shay and, and andrew and yes. everly over that was wonderful yes and andrew um two Andrews we have but um, my son Andrew he made orange rolls this morning and yeah we woke up to the smell of really sweet Mm. Um, yeah it just really meant a lot to me to have my kids together I'm missing Zach but um, and Chelsea and Paisley of course (laughs) right but you know to get the ones that are close in proximity together it was nice to um, get everybody together today and have a day of just relaxing and we barbecued and played and games. We kept you out of the kitchen because usually when yes. we do a holiday, it's like, okay, let's celebrate Sandy's birthday. Let's celebrate Mother's Day. She's in the kitchen slaving away and all of us yeah. are sitting around going, oh, isn't this wonderful? We're celebrating Sandy. You're in there breaking a sweat. <laughs> so I was determined to make sure the only Thank thing you, you did was Cut a, cut a few tomatoes, right? I did. And a that couple of That was it. Onions. And then I got kicked out. Yes. Yep. So yes. thank you for that. No I problem. I mean, it. it's part of the, you know, I think mothers are so important in our lives because they, they're just always there. They're like the constant mm-hmm. underlying glue. And we enjoy, honestly. I right. know, you know, speaking for myself, I enjoy those things. That's kind of... Um, how a lot of moms show their love is by cooking and bringing everybody together. 
but it's sure nice not to have to. <laughs> so we showed our love by kicking you out of the kitchen yes. and saying, relax and enjoy your children and grandchildren. And of course, we played a few games. Yes. It was nice. And uh, so it was, it was a nice day. So we hope all of you had a, a wonderful Mother's Day, whatever you did. Um, you know, restaurants were not open. And actually, again, that not forces us, but that allows us to spend time together uh-huh. and, and do things together. To think differently. Right. Instead of just going out, you know, um, I think it encourages us to think differently and and bring it closer to home, which I think is beautiful. And be a little more creative with what we do, um, celebrating different events, since right. you know things things are different right now. But what else in the week um, do we want to update our our listeners to? So, what did we do in the backyard? I mean, if you've been following our Soren Pear Facebook page, yes. you've seen pictures, but what is something new that we tried this last week? Uh, yeah, we planted wildflowers, and every day I go out and talk to them, and we've got little shoots coming up now, varying sizes. You can see that they're all different. So little shoots with their little ladders, too, like the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so shoots and ladders. Little leprechauns jumping <laughs> well, between rainbows. Again, yes. I go to the little you know, Disney storybook land that we're yeah, creating in that little do. patch of... <laughs> No, but it's exciting to see those It those is, because we, we're not really sure what colors are going to pop up where. And so, you know, just I probably was a little heavy-handed. So um, we'll see what comes up and what colors where. So it's just fun to watch the progress of it. Well, and colorful weeds are colorful weeds, right? Those are exactly. wildflowers are. So, exactly. Um, it, it's really fun. And this is something new that we're doing together for the first time. We'll talk a little bit more about that in our theme, but I, I just think it's great that we're, you know, all joking aside that we're creating this little oasis. Yeah. That's our own. Me too. You know, Me too. so that's that that's a lot of fun. Yeah, and to attract the butterflies and the hummingbirds is something I love, especially right outside the kitchen window. Uh, we have a lot of hummingbirds here. So, you know, along the back perimeter of the yard, but not as close to the house. And if we can bring them in a little closer, that's even better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Also, I've been most every night opening the window and continuing to play. Yeah. Even after my concert last week, which is is a lot of fun. Um, I'm usually starting out with the that new piece I wrote, Friendship Call, just to sort of, you know, make the call to the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, hey, friends. <laughs> and um, playing various pieces, and I think you caught me in the middle of playing one and posted it on our yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I've posted a few. Yeah. yeah. And we're still getting neighbors walking by, yelling out, saying hi, which is pretty great. Yeah, it is. And I think keeping that whole community feel going, that yes. whole sort of kinship that I think... A lot of us are feeling during this whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that each neighborhood and community kind of has its own tradition, and I just like the fact that you know the piano sounds are, are showering the neighborhood. Yeah, so, they're you know. carrying and reverberating out. Yeah, so absolutely. And you know, I think too, it kind of keeps that going because people tend to get tired. Uh, things are as this has drug on and you know it seems like we've been at home forever i think that's a great way to bring people together and kind of rejuvenate themselves hang on a second you've been 
feels like you've been home forever. No, I, I said a lot of people feel that oh, way, I, not me. You, you were looking at I've me. I've been home we, for three years. She, she was looking at me like, it seems like we've been home forever. Like, <laughs> when are you going out? I need to miss you. No, no, not at all. I'm enjoying having him here. I really am. Actually, I did go out for the first time and tune pianos on Saturday again and, and got to see our daughter Chelsea, who has a house in Coolidge and... Mm-hmm. and and visit there but it was actually nice to kind of get out on the road and do some tuning again because it's been a couple months yeah, yeah since i have um piano tuning and i love doing that that's a very i've done it for 35 years i really enjoy it mm-hmm. i'm really good at it yeah and um you know and it's good money so it, it it's something that feeds my soul among everything else so it's nice that more services are opening up and mm-hmm. that we're able to Although my hair keeps getting longer. It's been a while since I've had my hair cut. I can cut your hair, you know. No, that's fine. I will. <laughs> I promise I won't do a man bun, but it could, you know, start, you know, um, I don't know, getting the 70s look. You sound look like or, you don't trust me. Um, I'm just a little nervous, <laughs> especially after you do that laugh. Um, so we'll let the professionals have Although you're, you've actually done that before. I Maybe have. not for me, but you have you done? You haven't cut my hair. No, not yours. Okay. Then, yeah. I have cut hair, but yeah. Yeah, well, see, there's a maybe that's something new we can try, but not, not this week. <laughs> so, um, also, just an update on our dog Coco. She continues to do really, really well. And we yes. want to thank everybody for their well wishes on yeah, our Coco Yeah, she's doing so much better. Um, she was a little freaked out when you went to tune pianos the other day. I don't know if I told you that. Mm-hmm. She was walking around looking for you and she looked at me like what'd you do with them you know um she's just used to having both of us here and she's one of those dogs that she has to keep both of us in her sights right so um yeah Yeah. i think it threw her off a little bit but she's doing much better well and dogs are creatures of habit right they're creatures of routine very much which leads us to our our theme this week in episode eight keeping things fresh yeah how do we break through the routines that all of us get into and I and I, and I will start with myself I am like the king of routines you know yes, I, you are. and it does help in something like piano playing because if you have a routine of practicing and focusing mm-hmm. you know day after I day can see that's required yeah absolutely. That, that absolutely helps if with the skill but what happens is when you take that very routine oriented and you apply it to everything else, it leaves very little room for anything new to come in. Mm. So, um, you know, I myself have worked in the state for over 30 years, um, Monday through Friday, pretty much. It sounds like a long time. Well, it is a long time, but, I'm just, <laughs> uh, but I've always had my piano tuning business on the side, so over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've usually always um, done music or volunteered on Sunday for some kind of a church of one type or another mm-hmm. and um so i have this very routine that i'm used to you know monday through friday the the state jobs saturday the tunings right. evenings sometimes tunings and then sunday and then all of a sudden it's time for a lot of chores and everything else where is there time to do anything new to yeah. do something fresh not much time left is there right. and then you're exhausted right from all the have to's right, right. Right. So I think um, 
I, I think it's an interesting thing going back to our theme. If we're going to break out of our routines and do something new and yet we're stuck in these ruts, mm-hmm. how does one do that? How does that relate to you? <sighs> how does that relate to me? <laughs> yes, the routine of, of, of life. Yeah, I think we all tend to get stuck, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, plan to be spontaneous, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, with me, it's a little bit different because my schedule's always been a little more fly by the seat of your pants right you know with nursing but same same goes right same goes uh exactly you know i think you you meaning me get stuck into a routine also of you know go to work after work go downstairs make dinner plop your butt on the couch (laughs) and then you know you got to start over the next morning so Right. Yeah. And I think when, you know, and I would say even before eight weeks ago, I think both of us were sort of, how do we break out of that? You know, right. How, how do we exactly. get, get past that? Because we had some desires and goals to do things. And I think one of the first things you did was you decided, I'm going to go to school. Right. You know, that was a break from your routine. School. So, yeah. But but truly, that was a break from the routine of Absolutely. of. Your, your nursing job and you love your nursing job and it's not even a matter of of getting that out of the way but it's it's doing, adding to yes yeah to enhance to to make this better and I think that's why people have a lifelong love of learning mm-hmm. because you're you know always looking to a new horizon yeah you know that's why hobbies are popular you have to be careful with that too though because that can become the next thing that you get into a rut with being a lifelong student yes Yes, I think you see that a lot. Um, the teachers see that a lot. Um, you know, you can get stuck in that, even though it's a great thing. It's just about keeping it fresh, changing it up, um, implementing it, and doing something with it, keeping it new. Right, and so you know, going back to you know the dogs. Not that we're going to the dogs, but <laughs> <laughs> going back to the example of our of our fourteen year old puppy. Um, who doesn't like things to change. You know, that's why, you know, it's a Pavlov's dog is the whole idea that you ring a bell and the dog is salivating because it's used to the food being there. Right. And so I think what's really, really important for us is how we as a couple have continued to keep things fresh, but that how we're also trying to keep things fresh in and of ourselves so that I think what happens, life becomes very stale and very repetitious, and you begin to wonder, why am I doing this? Of course, we all have to make a living. We all have to pay bills. But I think there's a difference between making a living and paying bills and, you know... Following your passion. Right, following your passion or making a living and following your passion. You know, I've done that for many, many years with my music. Yeah, you know exactly. You know, so, I, I mean... I, I think keeping it fresh is so important and um, which brings me to and those on the podcast can't see this but um, th- why don't you describe so that those on the podcast you know they're, they're seeing this what we're holding in our hands well they're here. paperweights we went to the melting pot in Sedona mm-hmm. this was actually for Jim's birthday last year I surprised him with it 
and uh, we went to the melting pot and we got to choose what we were going to make. And we made paperweights that are like eggs. Well, yours is a ball, mine's more like an egg. <laughs> but um, we got to pick our colors and, you know, put it into the kiln and twist it and just, it was so much fun. I want to do it again. Yes, I mean, the glass blowing, you know, it was just. Glass you, blowing. Yeah, yeah, the glass blowing that we did, it was you, me, and the instructor. Um, what I what I love about and the reason I'm showing and bringing this up is what I love about how you surprised me on the birthday is this is something we've never done before. Right. Yeah. So um, I think as a couple, and and I was even a little mm, we'll see, you yeah. know, and got there and it was. It was like, hey, I'm going to surprise you with something I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait a second. Yeah, I know. Here I'm giving this great example, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Your interest became my birthday <laughs> present. Hold on a minute. No, but I, I, I what my purpose of, of talking about this and bringing um, these glass balls on our show <laughs> was was to show quite a pair. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, what was to show the fact that. Trying something new together as a couple, I think, is so important. It doesn't always have to be something formal like glass blowing. Right? right, right. I mean, it can be little things. It could be a picnic in the park. Which we actually did spontaneously, <laughs> grabbing a couple Chinese dishes to go. Yeah, we landed in the park last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, it is. And I think, I think finding time to, to do these things that is something new is so important for I think everybody's mental well-being absolutely and, you know for us as change a couple to change it up mental emotional um, it helps you I think when you step outside your comfortable zone or your box mm -hmm. um, and intentionally change things up it just resets everything it resets your point of view it resets your drive and your excitement it does and I think over the, you know over the nine years that we've been together um, you know the, some of the highlights have been things new things that we've tried together yes like I'm thinking ziplining remember that yes I do that was a lot of fun yes and a little scary it, yes it was scary it was scary too when we got home and the doctor freaked out <laughs> oh yes I ended up in the hospital two days later for a totally different reason, but yeah. <laughs> but we had fun. It was fun, and I'm glad I didn't know. Right. Because I wouldn't have done it, and I'm glad I did, because it was so much fun. I would do it again. Yeah, and we, and we will do it again. And it's not that you have to do something extreme, but I think no. you know it's unique to every person. But I think having the courage to try something new, which is really the undercurrent of this, this whole soaring pair right you know to be soaring to explore new adventures and i really think it doesn't always have to be this african safari level adventure or a trip to canada or our our 12 day 4000 mile trip to canada which we did mm -hmm. but that took 8 years to get there we, it did we, it didn't happen yeah. overnight for us it but, didn't it wasn't an 8 year trip <laughs> just <laughs> No, <laughs> it was a two-week trip that we wanted it to go longer. We did. <clears throat> but I, I really feel like, um, and I think what we're trying to talk about here is 
how we can in even small ways day by day even when we're working our jobs how mm-hmm. we can keep it fresh yes. how we can keep our excitement about new things going yeah and it's okay you know I kind of joke about planning to be spontaneous but that's okay I mean <laughs> the dog's snoring um, hopefully you aren't yeah just the dog <laughs> but if you're snoring that's fine that's okay <laughs> by the way it's soren pair not, not snoring pair. pair I was just thinking <laughs> that too um, what was I saying um, oh it's okay to plan uh, to be spontaneous I joke about it but at the same time I think sometimes you have to right in order to bust out of your own comfort zones Right, and I think another thing that, that helps with you and me is that we, we help each other see that in yes. each other and not I in a judgmental way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I think, you know, there's, there's a need, obviously, to be consistent and to, to work and, and all that, but to, what are you smiling about? <laughs> I'm just, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just hearing, Sandy, those jeans are getting kind of tight. It's time to get up. <laughs> I didn't mean busting those kind of comfort zones. Um, <laughs> but speaking of Sorry. clothes, we were going to talk about that for oh, a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, we so oh. this is a yeah interesting subject. Yeah. What does clothes have to do with comfort zone? Right. Well, to me, a lot. <laughs> um, I'm kind of a material girl where I like clothing, <laughs> as in material like soft clothing. Um, and I've got a lot of clothes and I finally realized I was forming some emotional attachments to my clothes and it was time to bust through my closet and just revamp everything get rid of a lot of old baggage didn't you tell me that some clothes went out of fashion and back in fashion again and out and I in. I did. I did. I have stuff that's gone in and out of fashion. I mean, <laughs> 20 years, I kid you not, I've got clothes that are that old. I'm like, you know what? Eh, this is kind of stupid. So I'm letting them go. Right. Yep. I'm passing stuff on to my daughter and the rest of it, I'm just letting go. So... It's freeing. It feels good, and I'm not done. It was a bigger job than even I anticipated. No, there's a now an obstacle course from my bed to the I bathroom. Exploded <laughs> in the middle of the night. I was a little worried. I was. Not I gonna... tried to clear you a path. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's going to take me a few days more to get through it because I'm trying to do it methodically. But um, in order to clean things up, sometimes you got to make a bigger mess. That, that you are doing <laughs> yes I am but but I, I, no I actually and I think it's a great thing and it's and the reason I think we bring this up is because in order for you for anyone to to experience something new you have to create space for it mm-hmm. and, and so whether we're talking about exactly. literal space or we're talking about space of space. time mm-hmm. or you know the opportunity or energy to try new things yeah. Because I think we get, again, we get stuck in our ruts. All of us do. Oh, you know, And, you know, we're going from work to chores to TV to bed to, and then repeat the whole thing. And then the Rinse weekend. and repeat. Yeah. Yeah, weekend is errands. And, and, and people have asked us this question. How do you guys find the time 
to do, do a to do podcast. this because honestly, before this happened, we thought we thought how are we going to find the time mm-hmm. because we're still busy at work. Yeah, Nothing work has changed. and school and yeah. tunings and right date so night. What is the difference between pre podcast YouTube? And now, how did we find the time? And I, and I thought of that, but I wanted to ask you: How did we find the time? What, what was, what was the difference? Do you think? I think we just made it a priority to shift. We shifted things around, and now, the way I see it is that we have more time together. Really, through this, we're getting more time together um, than just zoning out in front of the TV. Uh, we're doing more things together, right? And I love it. So. Well, and I, and I think when anybody starts a new project, you know, always the first. I remember the first episode was a, as we described, it was, it was a real big lift. It felt like we were, you know, um, uh, yeah, uh, lifting that like Atlas was on our shoulders. And it's so interesting. And I really think that speaks to the resistance mm-hmm. that all of us have. To try to something change. new because I can't tell you how many friends have said, "Oh, it's something I wish more people would do this." We're yeah. so glad you're doing this, and we're sitting here going, "Yeah, so you know." Um, but I, I think what's really helped us is once you start, you get past that initial resistance, you ride the wave of that energy. Yeah, I mean, haven't you felt like it's sort of almost pulled us along now I do I do and it's just you know it's just something we plan for and we actually look forward to each week so yeah I I feel like it's been pretty seamless to just go with it right and it's just become we've integrated it into our busy lives and yes it does take time to get everything set up and to come up with you know what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. um, that's hopefully entertaining and insightful Mm -hmm. but you know, again, lightening our load, clearing space, whether it's our schedule mm-hmm. or your closet. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can think clear when things are cleared up. Right. There's I something feel... to feng shui, isn't there? There's yes. really something to feng shui. Yeah, which energetically, is... your stuff start, starts to weigh you down, and it you almost have to... It's like cleaning the room. I can never study for school in a cluttered room. Right. Same kind of thinking, right? Um, I have to clear the space to, to clear space in me. And I think there's something, and, and, and speaking of that, I did the same thing with the concert. I had a lot of junk yeah, in the did. corner um, under the keyboard um, that I had there forever. And when we were preparing for our, the two neighborhood concerts and we've been doing more YouTube videos and channels, we're like, Let's move out of that. Let's take that out of there. You're not doing anything with it. And we cleared the space where it's just, um, there isn't piles of music or things that I'm not using um, or equipment. I've moved that out, gotten rid of it or repurposed it. And my point is, is I feel like it's actually helped me become more creative Mm -hmm. and more um, open. It's like opening the window. Yes. Same kind of thing, right? Opening the window, allowing that energy to flow through. Right, opening the grand piano. And I think, you know, so whether we're talking about a piano or a closet, or if it's something, you know, relating to somebody else that you've always wanted to do, but for whatever reason, I think we're all really good procrastinators. We are 
natural-born procrastinators, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that everybody can relate to that. Of and course. so <clears throat> I I really feel like and what I what I would say to you guys is try it. Try something. It doesn't have to be maybe a podca- podcast YouTube channel like we've done. But why not? Here's that why not. Why not try something that you've never tried before? Yeah. Yeah, and even small things small things add up to big things or you know mix it up like planting wildflowers like planting wildflowers you know just just a little you know just something new you know i do the same thing when i was going out of the house to work all the time i used to do this i I play games with myself just, just keep myself engaged and i would take different routes home even something that simple to mix things up right to keep me from going into autopilot Right. And how do you keep, how do all of us keep our lives from turning into autopilot? Right. And then we, 20, 30 years later, go, what was this all for? Right. You know? Because even if you try something new and it, quote, fails, at least you tried it. Right. And you know? yeah, I mean, is a failure really a failure? I don't think so. No, you just produced a result. Maybe it wasn't very good. You know, may maybe not be the one you wanted. Maybe it ended up as a paperweight when it was supposed to be a beautiful... A misshapen egg. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I don't really see it as failure. I see it as um, learning experience. Right. You know? Right. And, and I... What I've loved with our relationship is that you're always looking to do something new. Yeah. You know, you you don't seem to be satisfied with just the same old, same old. You're like, you know what? We need to do something new. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and so very much. Um, I think that has helped me learn because I, I would I would say that my <laughs> that my um, routine level is like a ten. You've got an adventure spirit though. True. Huge. But I think Especially in my former life, I was very much stuck in routines. Yeah. Very, very much stuck. Just because, you know, um, part of it is just taking care of the family and paying the bills. But also it was hiding. I think think it comes to a point where you're hiding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're hiding from whatever fears or whatever, you know, um, and then you start to, I think, just sort of layer upon layer like, well, I just don't have time. Well, I'm too busy. Well, you know, this and before you know it, you've Years go buried by. you've buried that desire and 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 I think a lot of people really would like to know what it would be like if I tried blank. I you know, what what would it be like if I tried this? Mm-hmm. Um a friend of mine, Bob Faulkner, I'm sure you won't mind him as Parkinson's, he went and did the um something else that we did too, in the uh, what is that called? High, high fly, I fly. I fly. I fly here in that Phoenix. That was fun. That, that is was so fun. Yeah. So instead of jumping out of an airplane at ten thousand feet and skydiving, they literally have this wind tunnel. I mean, it's a powerful wind tunnel. 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 That that's that's a tunnel that's like a a tunnel that's gonna stick. I know it. Yeah. But one hundred and twenty miles is what I was trying to say. One hundred and twenty mile tunnel where you literally when you jump out into it um you are it's like a flying squirrel (laughs) and and you are 
kind of going with the motion of the wind and everything else mm-hmm. like that. And, and you and I did that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Something yeah. else new that we tried a couple years back. But I was so pleased to hear that Bob did that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I didn't realize he'd done it. Right. He did it and he showed me a video of it. And, you know, Bob's just one of my heroes. He's just an incredible guy. And I think he's watching our podcast. So, Bob, salute to you. Um, and speaking of Bob, something else he and I did that I'll put a little plug in musically is that um, he, he's a computer guy. And he came to me with some lyrics saying, I'm not musical at all, but I know you write music. Um, this is a song about Parkinson's. Could you, could you look at this and do something with it? And this beautiful song came out, Look Into My Eyes, I'm Still Here. That's mm-hmm. actually on my YouTube channel. And Have your tissues ready. Yeah, it's... It's a great song. He and I actually performed it at the Tremble Clefts, which is the name of the nonprofit group that helps Parkinson members and their families um, sing, which singing activates another part of the brain than talking. Strengthens the diaphragm. Too. And he actually performed it solo, and I played the piano and supported him in the chorus. And, you know, that kind of experience with Bob, again, he went out of his comfort zone. He expressed, you know, he, he's had it for over 10 years, and, yeah. and I touched a lot of people with him doing that. Wasn't and he doing karate, too? Sorry to boxing, interrupt you. Boxing. Boxing. He, he was doing some You're boxing. You're kind of a rock star, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, here's an example, again, of somebody facing uh, such a debilitating disease with, with such courage. I mean, he just retired. He, he'd been working with me at the state for a long time. He was the computer guy. Um, or the the on base guy, um, and I, I just when I'm talking about all this, I I, I can't help but think of Bob, yeah. and how he has, you know, been a great example to me of somebody. Not only how he's handling Parkinson's and how, you know, he continues to fight every day, and all those wonderful people I got to know in Tremble Clefts, yeah. Um, but how he even went out of his own comfort zone to. To express this and to perform this original song. To perform song. it. Wow. Yeah. Hats off to you. No kidding. I don't know that I could do that. So, yeah. That's impressive. So, um, <clears throat> in wrapping this up, there's a beautiful quote that, um, it's an anonymous quote that we wanted to sort of um, yes. to, to express to you. I'm going to let Sandy read it, but I think it's perfect after talking about Bob. A friend is someone who knows your song and sings it to you when you have forgotten it. Anonymous. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. And and it's I, perfect. And honestly, when we got together, you helped me find my song. Oh, you do that for me all the time. And now we're singing duets and dancing around, and we're going to be in Broadway before we know it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, of course, metaphorically, but I mean, really... Yes. This is just another example of a, of a song that we're doing together. Yes, it and, is. And I want to thank you for helping me find my song. And, and I mean that in a macro sense because obviously I write songs, but it's, it's beyond a literal song. But it's finding that spark in yeah. me that has ignited, you know, um, my life in, in a beautiful way. And I think I, we do that for each other very much so. Right, right. I agree. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So um, now the weekly Sandyism. Yes. I'm going to make this a little more lighthearted. Um, 
There's so many to choose from, but I love this one. I just, the first time I heard it, I thought it was awesome. You ready? Yeah. Right on, Crouton. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Crouton. You know, I, I, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But, right. <laughs> but why, I guess because it rhymes with Crouton, I'm not sure if, you know, yeah. you have a Crouton that you hand <laughs> to yeah, somebody. Yeah, Croutons in my pocket. <laughs> well, they, you know, they do keep a while. <laughs> That would be crummy, though. Oh. See, so. See? There's, there's the puns. Just a few. <laughs> we decided after the last two weeks, because we watched it, and watching me struggle with puns was sort of like... That's just not Jim. Watching paint dry. So. Anybody that knows Jim knows that is not Jim, so... Yeah. So, yeah, that was a little crusty. So. Okay. <laughs> you see, I'm putting the pun into the... I do. ...to the Sandyism, so... That, that's... Yeah, that's not bad. No matter how you slice it, no matter how <laughs> you don't want to be lo- you don't want to be loafing around. No. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we. Ha- I mean, I love your Sandyisms. I think they're they're very descriptive, and it, whether they're unique or you take a, a phrase, it's just it's kind of fun. Um, it's kind of living with somebody who loves cartoons and. Completely. And, and, and expresses that. Yes. That's kind of the way I see the world. <laughs> so um, we we are excited to, to continue on this journey to explore new ideas. Yep. Um, and we appreciate the feedback that we're getting um, both on our Facebook page. So you can continue. And if you haven't yet, you can find us on Facebook on Soren Pair. You can friend us. You can see some of the posts. We're posting almost every day. Yep. You'll see pictures of me pointing at our silly wildflowers, right? (laughs) Like Jim is growing up out of the garden. (laughs) Yes. I'm the little leprechaun. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Um, But you can see that as well as, if you haven't figured out, Sandy likes a lot of goofy things. She, She loves to post on yeah. Uh, on on our song, but it's our personality. It's who we are. I you know, like we, we really, you know, part of this whole thing is, and if you haven't figured it out, even when we're talking about serious stuff, we love to laugh. Yes. I mean, because I really think that the number one thing that really helps break the seriousness that always creeps up in everything mm-hmm. is laughter. Yes. And you and I, we can accuse ourselves of we're really tired in the middle of the night. I say something or you see something and we are laughing at the top of our lungs. Yes. With everything, lights off, it's 12 o'clock at night, we probably should- Go to bed. Go to bed <laughs> and we're like two kids in a slumber party yeah. laughing. And yeah. this happens- Frequently. Very frequently. <laughs> but I think that's part of, you know, the, the fun, the adventure that we're having, whether, you know, um, it's just going to bed at night or, or, or just poking gentle fun of whatever it is is going on. I think Don't that's... take yourself too serious, right? Absolutely. If everything's too serious, shake it up. Shake it up like the cars, right? <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> so, Soren Pair, you can follow us Facebook. Um, and, of course, our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to Soren yes. Pair. And we will be... Um, uploading a new episode every Sunday evening. Yeah. Uh, we're getting faster internet, so Yay! it'll it'll happen by a little sooner. Yes. yes. I was hoping it would be done by today, but so it didn't we'll, happen. But every Sunday evening, we'll be downloading the podcast and all the platforms, so please follow us on 
those platforms, and I'll say them again just so the iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Overcast, the podcast app, and more. So there's a lot et of platforms. Yeah, et cetera. <laughs> and follow us on those, and we're, we, we are going to be more cognizant of the people following us on the podcast, so be yes. patient with us. and we're learning in that direction, so please do be patient with us. But um, we're excited to connect with people who are listening via the podcast. Yes. And we will be checking in there as well. So we appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed episode eight, keeping it fresh. And if, you know, including taking a shower, which I should do more often. So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely keep Kinda it. Kind of crunchy. You know, yeah. a sprinkle a day helps keep odors away. Have you had your sprinkle, sprinkle today? today. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.